are we are live. Um, I w- I'd like to start this off with a uh, a land introduction, as we're on the unceded territory of the Musqueam, the the Tsleil-Waututh, and the Squamish First Nations. Uh, today, my guest is is my friend Jake, incredible, incredibly tan- talented downhill skateboarder, and uh, one of the only people I know that can actually film people skating while holding a camera. It's a it's a pretty incredible thing. Uh, so so welcome, Jake. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. Uh-huh. I would I would love to start where you started off. I'm curious uh, how old you were when you started skateboarding. Pretty sure I was 12 years old, end of grade seven. End of grade seven, and and did you start downhill or um, doing doing street skating? Started cruising around on a pintail, and two years later I learned how to slide, and then I just got hooked since then. Yeah, that that's 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 very fair. Um, what, what other forms of skating do you do? Do you ever mess around with street skating? Do you do any other board sports? I've tried street skating a couple of times, but really not my vibe. Yeah? I just like to go fast. That's, that's fair enough. Picked up snowboarding last season and that's been a really good time. Yeah? Yep. Have you, where have you been, uh, where have you been snowboarding? I've now been to all three of the local resorts, Cypress, Grouse, and Seymour. Yeah? But I think I like Seymour the most. Even Seymour. though I've only been once. Yeah? Yeah. Um, right now, I think they have the most reasonable pricing as well. Cypress seems kind of outrageous. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, uh, it's it's the touristy mountain, you know. They have their prices for that. It's very true. And I mean, it is, an, it is a nice mountain. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm, I'm also very curious. What, what was your, your Grom scene like? Like, um, <laughs> who, who did you grow up skating with when you started? like little progression sessions with friends? What, what was, was that like for you? I was fully self-taught and didn't meet anyone for four years of skating. Really? Yep. So you you learned how to slide and... Off of YouTube videos. Really? And yep. you didn't skate with anybody until no. four years, mm-hmm. four years later. Oh my God. So who did you start skating with? Like when, uh, when you did meet up with people? First person I met was Noah Gardner. Really? Yep. Noah? Yeah, dude, Noah. Shout out to Noah. That's Big crazy. shout out to Noah. Whoa, so how how long have you known Noah then? You were since twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. I had no idea. So I guess you two started skating together? Yep. And then Oliver Lanning was in that crew. Yeah? And then a couple other guys, Nate Collinge. Might know that name. Nate Collinge. I don't think I do, honestly. I don't know. I'm I'm familiar with a lot of people, but not not everybody. Um one one thing I'd like to get into before we go in too much, I'd love to talk about gear a little bit and your, your sponsors as well. So I'm curious, uh, who, who do you ride for? I ride for Rain Longboards, Valkyrie Truck Co., Clyde Ride Wheels, Vicious Grip Tape, BTR Leathers, um, well, Transcend Pucks, and I think that's it. It's already a nice list of sponsors for sure. Yep. Shout out to those guys for all the support. Yeah, it's incredible. So I'm curious. First, I guess we should talk about your 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 deck. You have the Skyline. Is that is that like a, a pro model, uh, or is that? Or I know at least you worked on helping design it, right? So I designed it, and starting this summer, it will be my pro model. Yeah. With an updated version. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So it's going to be the 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 Skyline and then the Jake TM Skyline. Pretty much. It'll just be the Skyline Jake Pro Edition. Are, are you changing it up for your Pro Edition, or yep. is it a different graphic? Or it's going to be a custom graphic. Yeah? And a new mold. Okay. So a little bit less taper on the board. No more drops. It's going to have a steeper street-style kicktail. Yeah? And just some rocker and half-inch radial concave. 
cool well keep keep your eyes posted um one one thing i was very curious about as well is your your uh, valkyries uh, it's the rb2s that you ride is that what they're, uh, called? they're the mark threes now or the mark threes similar design just they've got a little bit lighter and they've gotten a little better looking too i think okay yeah i mean the the valks do look pretty crazy um uh <laughs> I, I did have a question from Aiden, which was, how much lube do you need to have zero return to center? <laughs> uh, zero return to center. Zero. Very little? Well, probably lo- no lube then. No lube. No return to center. Yeah. Yeah? Fair enough. I mean, I, I do see you uh, lube up your trucks. Does that make a big difference in keeping them agile and yeah. feeling good? So there's a really big pivot cup in those, or pivot pin, I should say. And it dries out the pivot cup really fast, so you got to keep them lubricated pretty often, so that you keep getting returned to center. Okay. So how how um, often would you, would you lube your trucks? Depends how dirty the skate sessions are. If it's really dusty, dust can get in there and dry out the pivot even quicker. Yeah. If it's really clean, maybe once every like four to six sessions. Okay. Not, not super often. Yeah, not not too crazy, but it's a good thing to keep clean. I mean, it's a nice object as well. Yeah, you don't exactly. Want, you don't you know, like, wear them out. Whether you get them for free or not, you might as well keep them clean. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Know? No, for sure, for sure. Oh, sorry, I'm oh. just sitting on the headphone little <laughs> headphone connector. Um, one thing I'd love to talk about um, is is your whole stoke about groms. Mm. I've I've always been really amazed at your, I guess like willingness or excitement to teach people to help people get into the scene. Um, so I'm curious, where do you see the value in that and, and helping people progress and like picking in more newcomers and being like, Hey, you need to learn this. It would be awesome if you like got out and then got stoked. I see that a lot in you. So what's, what's your value in that? I just really like teaching people new stuff, especially things I'm passionate about. Yeah. So downhill skateboarding being one of those. And I just want to grow the scene. So there's more homies to skate with. You know, that's very true. It's a lot better than skating with nobody. Yeah, exactly. And I did that for four years. So okay. definitely know what it's like. And yeah. having homies to skate with is fucking dope. It, it really is. So I, I, I think it's an amazing thing. Thank you, Jake. Um, the other thing I think would be really cool to know is uh, what what media inspired you when you were a Grom? Like what, what mm-hmm. were you into watching like old videos of Zach Madem or something? Have any idols? I'd say James Kelly. James Kelly. Okay. In shout particular, out. Shout um, out to James. What was the video Unbound, I think it was. Okay. And then Greener Pastures. G- Greener Pastures is a classic. That was probably my most favorite one. All right. All right. That's cool. So that got you stoked as a as a Grom, Grom Jake. You're yep. like, Greener Pastures, let's go skateboard. That's cool. Also Laguna Beach. Liam Morgan, of course. Huge fanboy over here. Yeah? <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. That kind of sucks. <laughs> Thank God. I was scared for a second. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I, I do have another really important question. And this is something I've known you to be relatively famous for. But um, how, how many times have you fallen? I'm famous for falling? No, not falling. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Not too many. Not too many. Never broken a bone in the, like, the 11 years I've been skating. Yeah. And probably only a handful of times, like maybe 20 to 30 bad falls. Really? Just road rash. Crazy. I can only think of two. I've only heard of you falling over twice. So hearing <laughs> a number like 30 really surprises me. Grom years, you know. Oh, that's true. You got to learn. Exactly. You got to learn. Um, no, I probably take maybe five slams a year in the last few years. 
Yeah? Some of them aren't even bad, though. It's just like some elbow road rash and stuff. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, it's 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 part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you definitely get scarred up. I've gotten my fair share, but I think that's just inexperience on a, on a mountain and a skateboard. For sure. Um, uh, the other thing, not the other thing, there's many other things. <laughs> uh, one thing I am always trying to learn about from people is how their abilities of being active can affect their mental health. So I, I at least personally find a big correlation between my ability to be active and how well I feel in myself just generally. So I'm curious if you have something similar with skateboarding. Do you feel like you need to get out and be active or, or find things to do if you can't skateboard? Uh, I don't know. For many years, if I couldn't skateboard, I would just watch skateboard videos. Yeah. That would kind of do it for me. Okay, okay. Just very obsessed with skating. Still am. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. It's, it's a cool thing to do. It really is. Is that, is that your, your, your answer? It, it, uh, you, just, <laughs> you just stay stoked? Yeah, pretty much. I'm just always stoked. I don't know. All right. I feel like skating definitely does help my mental health, though, quite a bit. Yeah? Like, I skate almost every day. So it's like, if I didn't have skateboarding, I don't really know what I'd be doing. Yeah. My mental health probably wouldn't be as good. That's fair. Um, that is also a question I have. You did you did skip to it a little bit <laughs> early, but I am really curious what the heck you'd be doing if you weren't skateboarding. Do you have any idea where you'd be? No idea. Wouldn't be doing videos, that's for sure, because the skateboarding got me into it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what I'd be doing. Well, probably just living on the island with my parents doing yeah? absolutely nothing. <laughs> the island. Is that, is that where you're, you're from Vancouver no, Island from here? But parents moved to Gabriola Island. Gabriola. A couple of years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a beautiful place. It is a beautiful place. Really? But not, not too much going on. No. It's a bit of an island. And the pavement sucks. Does it? Oh yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. It's been a very long time since I've been, so I, I definitely wouldn't remember the pavement quality. Um, hmm. so when, when, when you were starting, you had these four years of, um, uh, skating without, uh, anyone really, uh, what, what, what did your progression look like? Like, was it mostly just cruising around and learning how to slide? And then it took off once you started skating with people or pretty much. Yeah. Were so, you, oh, uh, continue. were you, were you confident skating before you started with other people or was that really what took it off to like another level? I could already free ride pretty well. Well, kind of. First two years were just cruising to school on my huge pintail. <laughs> Classic. Yep. And then 2012, I think in May, I was like, I'm learning how to slide. So I did that. First slide was a toe side stand up. Yeah. Fully skipped glove downs because free riding was cool. Glove downs weren't, you know. Wait, your first slide was a toe side stand up. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that's. Oh. Don't worry about it. I think it'll be all right. It might just fall. For for those of you who who can't see, my light just fell a little bit. <laughs> One of many. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Uh, yeah. So I learned toe side stand ups, and then I actually sprayed my back alley with garden hose to make it wet, so I could learn it easier. Yeah. I had to do that every fifteen minutes because it would dry up in the June heat. Really? Yeah. And and you found learning slides in the wet to be easier than on on the dry. Uh, dry concrete as a beginning. Yeah, I had no idea what I was doing, so I just huck and pray, right? That's very fair. And I'd, Im- I'd imagine you don't have, uh, or you didn't know about all the good gear, like cheaty wheels no. and stuff. So I mean, back then I was riding a drop deck with 180 mil trucks and some really grabby wheels. Yeah, so the, the rain would definitely help. 
Oh, yeah. The, or the, the hose water. Yeah, it was funny, though. So I learned the toe side stand up. Once I got okay at those, I was like, okay, it's time for heel sides now. And then I forgot toe sides. And then I forgot heel sides. And it was a year and a half of just going between the two and forgetting them. Yeah? And then eventually I was like, I need to just do both at the same time. It's, it's, a, it's good to, to get, get them both. That's when the progression started. Okay, okay. So you, you learned glove downs more out of necessity to do like downhill, whereas your, your original passion was like free yes, riding. and it on. still is. Okay, okay. Actually, Oliver forced me to learn glove downs one year. I think it was 2015 or 16. Yeah? Like pretty late. Okay. And so you just wanted me to go fast in the BPs and stuff. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll learn the not cool slide. <laughs> Uncool putting your hand down. Yeah, it's not cool at all. Yeah, I mean, come on. What, what, are you, what are you doing if you need gloves to slide? Yeah, exactly. You clearly can't skate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout, out, shout out to Haz. Also me. I can't skate stand-up. But uh, uh, I'm, I, 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 I am wondering. This is also something I've asked all the, the skateboarding people. What part of, of downhill skateboarding do you love? Like, there's so many aspects to it. There's the community, the sport itself, like the, the, the feeling of going fast and the control. And then... Uh, I guess all these other factors that go along with it. So, like, if, if you had to pick one part of downhill that's, like, really it for you, what what do you think it would be? It's mm, a good question. I would say probably the flow of just, like, going fast and, like, on slidey wheels, just sliding everywhere, like, schlubbing, you know? Big schlubs? Yeah, big schlubs. All right, all right. So uh, the 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 feeling and, and is that with the control as well? Like, yeah, sliding control, and being, exactly. like, I'm in control right yeah. now. Because because I've slid around a lot, not in control, and that's scary. Mm-hmm. But I think once you you feel good about it, it might actually be fun. It's incredible. <laughs> all right, all right, that's cool. Um, okay, I'm 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 curious as to what you were like as a young kid. What what was little little Jake like? And I mean, also, um, I, I should have told you this before we started, but you're you're more than welcome to skip any question I have. And uh, if you if you don't want to talk about anything, you don't have to. I'm just I'm just curious, just oh, curious sure. person. I'll probably answer them all. Okay. Well, I'm I'm curious as to to what you were like as a young kid and kind of like um, uh, like temperaments or 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 like anything that would make you end up where you are now. Like, was that a, an unexpected path for you to to end up a, a skateboarder, filming videos and stuff? Probably yeah. Yeah. I was just a weird kid. Weird kid. Super immature, super insecure, just like a full weirdo. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think most kids are. I don't know how many normal kids there are. I mean, fair. But um, it is amazing that you or, or you, you blossomed so well through skateboarding. Definitely helped. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Weird, weird young Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, I, I do have one more slight question. Uh, it's a bit, bit uh, uh, out there, but I, I would love to get your, your uh, input on this. Uh, I, I would say you're a bit of a polarizing figure in the scene, and I, I'm curious how you deal with other people's opinions. Um, I'm, I'm sure you've heard lots of good and lots of bad, and um, can can you use it to fuel you and help you grow as a skater, or does it affect you negatively? Can you just ignore it? Like, how how does people's criticisms and opinions affect you? Uh, it's definitely been hard to ignore because not good at like just ignoring what people think. Pretty insecure that way. Yeah. But it's definitely helped me grow as a person, just like dealing with all the negative talk, especially the cancel culture. 
from yeah. some shitty things that I've done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every, everybody makes mistakes. I'm not here to throw shade or talk controversy, but I'm, I'm just curious as to how you've, um, how you've grown from it. I've uh, just, I don't know, I've just become a little more mature from it. Like, That's cool. And, and would you say you've learned any lessons? Yeah, I've learned a few for sure. That's, that's good. It's, it's always good to, uh, to learn from your mistakes. That's one thing I've learned recently. If you don't make mistakes, you don't learn at all. Exactly. Yeah, you got to fail fast and fail often. Yeah, that's something skateboarding will teach you. Yeah, that's very true. You, you, know? do, you do fall quite a bit. You do got to learn. Um, I don't know. It's kind of cool. To me, at least for the longest time, you've been like this mythical figure that has never really fallen much. So, <laughs> so I fall. Yeah, crazy. C- couldn't believe it. You heard it here first. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, I want to I want to step out of skateboarding at least for a little bit and talk about uh, video making. So for 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 those of you that that uh, don't know, I'm I'm really curious. How do you like actually film your videos? Like, what's what's the process of it? Uh, it's hard working with skaters, so I kind of just film the dope shit that they do. Yeah, and try to make it look as cool as possible, then make it look good in the editing room. Uh, all right, all right. Pretty much it for most videos. That's that's fair. I I <laughs> you did again skip ahead to another question I had written, <laughs> but I'm I'm very curious as to is, is there anyone in particular who you mesh with really well to skateboard? Like skateboarders are some of the most difficult people to wrangle. Downhill people can be quite a handful. Oh my god. Um <laughs> so I'm just wondering is there anyone that meshes with well like they're when they're filming with you, they're like on time and really tuned in and they do everything right. Or is everyone kind of all over the place? Yeah, I've got a few. Yeah, definitely fit that category. Okay. Um, Tyler Gillingham, for sure. All right. Nick Perigo. All right. All right. Diane. Dizzy. Yeah, Dizzy. All right. And Oliver. Oliver. Shout out to Oliver. Love that guy. Very cool. All right. So uh, that's to say... A lot of other people might be a bit all over the place. There's definitely more. If I missed your name, don't feel offended. There's plenty of people that I film very well with, but there's too many to name. So that is true. Quite a few. Quite a few people. Um, so uh, uh, one one thing I am quite curious about is how long does it take to uh, edit a video? Would you say like hmm. um, if you're if you're making like a, a three minute video, say how how many hours do you expect to put into that three minutes? Uh, well, I've got a nickname from a lot of people I film with called Same Day Edits. Same Day Edits. Yep. <laughs> so for me, it's pretty easy to just put together an edit, but that's just you know, cutting up the clips to the music and making it look good, and then posting it right. Yeah. To make a actual like, quality video with like proper storyline and like all the other stuff. Definitely takes longer. Okay, anywhere from like a couple days to a couple weeks. That that's fair, and I, and I guess that would involve like the whole planning process if you're doing yeah. a storyline instead exactly. of just an yeah. edit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm I'm also wondering do do you have a favorite edit? I was hoping for two different categories: a favorite edit that you've made and a favorite edit that you haven't made. Mm, favorite edit I've made? I don't know because I still am like waiting to make that edit that like. I'm fully satisfied with. Yeah. Yeah. I and and I guess we often are our harshest critics, so I, always. I I would imagine you can always see the little faults that no one else sees. Um so fair enough that you haven't made your your favorite video yet, but do you have one from other people, uh, any other media out there that you're like I I really like that. Oh man, too many to count. Yeah? I don't know if I could choose one 
particular video that's my favorite um could you could you name off two or three yeah i'd say uh james kelly burn it down is one of them okay probably what was the other one as a category the prism faces videos prism faces oh those are really cool super good videos yeah yeah and then uh sunny side up by loaded from like way back I don't think I've seen that one. Ethan Koshard and Kyle Chen just shredding SF. I'd, I'd have to check it out. Super good video. All right, I'll I'll, I'll take that uh, recommendation. Um, I'm I'm curious for for your filming. What what camera do you use? I use a Sony A6300. A6300. But soon I'll be upgrading to a Sony A7S3. S3. Yeah. Wow. To get a lot better quality in my videos. Those are those are wild cameras. The, the 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 S3s are in, insane. Do you, do you have any um, favorite lenses or focal lengths for shooting skateboarding? Uh, I recently picked up a nine mil for my A6300. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So it's a zero distortion nine mil. So there's no fisheye effect. Whoa, that's crazy. So it looks super fast. I don't have to like defisheye it to make it look good. Yeah, and um, I, I guess this was something I was wondering about. But do you find the shorter focal lengths, so like wider lens angles? make better skate footage it really depends yeah makes it look faster and gnarlier but you can also use a zoom lens or something not as wide to get really cool shots so it really depends on you know, uh, yeah your, I, your vision let's just say that's true uh i guess it, it depends on the context because if you're yeah. far away you don't want to be shooting with a nine mil lens yeah, and exactly if you're right next to someone you don't want to be shooting with like a longer lens pretty much for the most part that's that's true um, so w with a, with a nine mil lens, if you're holding your camera, how close can you get to someone and film them? Dude? Like to keep them fully in the shot? Yeah. Uh, Do probably you... like twice this distance right here. Like so pretty close. Uh, just over a meter or a bit. Yeah. So you could, you could be like right next to someone and, and film them and you get a, a, like a full shot of it. Pretty much. That's what I have to do. Filming onboard sh uh, follow shots. Yeah. I have to be super close. Um, yeah, it, it, it seems like a crazy thing to do, holding the camera and, and a gimbal as well, yeah. right? Um, while skateboarding. So one thing I was wondering is, do you do glove downs primarily when you're filming? or are Mostly, you, yeah. Is, is it just more secure? Yeah. You don't want to mess but around But then at much? the same time, you have to switch hands. That's so true. Recently, I've started doing a lot of follow runs where I just hold it in my right hand, do stand-up heel sides, and then glove down toe sides, so I don't need to switch hands. Yeah, and, and that feels good for you? Depends on the run. If it's fast, I'll switch hands and do glove down both ways. Okay, then. Stuff like Bowen, though. Yeah. The blacktop hill there, I'll do stand-up heels and then glove down toes. The um the the blacktop, as in the, the road that goes down to the water? Yes. Okay. Um, I actually, funny enough, I also had questions about that. <laughs> uh, but but let's let's try and just go down the progression I have going. Um, one, one thing I have a question about also, this is up for my own personal interest is, um, have you had any experience filming with like those C shaped mounts for cameras? So instead of a gimbal, just like it's a C you hold the top and the camera sits in the yeah, bottom of the frame. Mounts. I've used those a tiny bit way back in the day before I had good gear, but not anymore really. Okay. Um, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure it out to make my own little handheld camera setup. Mm. Does it, did it help a lot with the, um, the, the the vibration and the shaking or is, is the gimbal do you think the way to go gimbal's the way to go if you have the money and they're getting cheap too yeah yeah they're very affordable now like you can find a good gimbal for a small mirrorless camera for i'd say three maybe even less 
300 or really yeah oh i thought it would be a lot more than that used to be that's yeah even two years ago it was like 600 or 700 for anything decent yeah it's it's uh actually that's really cool it's gone down maybe you'll see some smooth videos from me one day (laughs) (laughs) we'll have to see um (laughs) i'm i'm i've also been wondering how long have you been have you been making videos for like um how how long have you been partaking in that whole process? Uh, I think 2014 I started. 2014. Got a GoPro to film myself and just, you know, so this was my progression. Before you started with people? It was about the same time. Okay, okay. Yeah. 2014. So just as you started skating with Noah and some other people. That's 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 pretty cool. And uh, the, 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 the GoPro, I guess, serves you well. But do you find a big difference between the GoPro and the... Um, the camera footage like the mirrorless camera footage if it's a wide angle shot from the mirrorless not really yeah at least nowadays gopros have gotten really good okay so the the wide angle gopros seems like a pretty good move then it is because you don't even need a gimbal yeah it's so you... stabilized already you just put it on a pole and film or your helmet yeah I, i've seen lots of helmet even pull cam footage from from you and some friends yeah. it, it looks really good you just got to know how to color grade the footage and if you want it to look extra good, you need to defish eye it in After Effects. Yeah. Not in Premiere or any other like built-in plugin to defish eye GoPro. It has to be After Effects. Well, manually basically. What it does is it stretches the edges and pushes the center in and makes it look as fast as possible. Okay. And 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 um, Premiere or other other softwares don't do it the same way. Yeah, they just have plugins that do it, but don't you know stretch the image in a good-looking way. Okay. Yeah. I, I had I had no idea there was a, a difference, though I haven't really tried to defish eye things, so I don't know why I would know. Um, uh, w- one thing I'm I'm curious to hear your opinion on is is what do you think makes a good edit? Like, what are you striving for when you're filming someone? Mm. Well, a good edit, you know, something someone's going to watch all the way through. You need to keep people entertained. Yeah, you need the uh, the viewer retention. Yeah, which is very short these days, especially with social media and reels being so quick. Yeah, that's one thing. I feel kind of kind of kind of out here making like hour long videos. <laughs> but uh, I feel like over a certain length, people are more inclined to watch the whole thing. Like they'll see an hour long video, and if they actually want to watch an hour of you know footage, that's they're going to be more likely to watch more of it just because they already know how long it is. Yeah. I guess with a three-minute video, if you're bored a minute and you're not going to spend exactly, two minutes you're just going to skip to the next one because it's like, why waste two more minutes if you're already bored? Yeah, that's true. You know? So I guess it's all about the the retention time. Yeah. Do you have any Do you have any retention time tips? Make sure the first few seconds are really entertaining. Like catch the viewer's attention right away. Okay, so so edit in like a bit of the action at the start, even like before B-roll or something, just to make yeah, it. Yeah, you could. You could even like throw in a quick like few cuts of really dope clips and then just cut to the b-roll you know okay okay not not something you'd always do but you can play around with it like that like kind of throw in really good clips just to catch people's attention right away yeah make make it a bit more grabbing on the on the get-go it's like put a little trailer in for the edit before it actually starts in a way you know yeah it's like a an intro to an essay or whatever you want people to know what they're about to dig into yeah pretty much cool that's that's a that's a good good little, little tip actually. I, I I really want to branch out and make not podcasts soon. So it would be I, I'm picking your brain a bit. Well, come film me. Yeah, actually, that would be fun. Do it, man. I'm down. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Keep your eyes peeled. We'll make it happen someday. Um, 
I, I want to change gears yet again. Um, uh, one one thing I've been wondering about has been the stoop life. Oh yeah. Uh, stoop life seems really interesting. But just to start, for people who don't know, do you think you could describe what a stoop is? It's a skate house where a bunch of skaters live, and it's always opening open to travelers. So stoops have a travelers room basically, and it's where travel travelers will come when they're going to skate events and they'll just crash at the stoop. Yeah. It's uh, basically just a party all the time. It's really good. It, it seems like quite quite a quite a vibe for sure. Um, shout out to, to Finn, who I think stayed in the stoop before the one you were at when he first came here. Same Wait, stoop. Same? Yeah. Stoop 3.0. 3.0. Um, shout out. There's an episode. I can pin it somewhere, I think. I don't know how that works. But um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering... Uh, what it's like to live with uh, Alex Hannigan. <laughs> um, sorry if this offends you, Alex, but your feet really stink. Shout out. No. Really? Mm. All right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but no, other than that, living with Alex is really fun. He seems like a really fun guy yeah. to be around. Exactly. He's super fun to hang out with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we got we got the inside cuts here. Um, do, <laughs> do you, is there a messiest stoop mate? Like out of all the people you've lived with, is there one person in particular who's just really messy? Uh, damn, there's a lot, especially at Steep 3.0. Yeah? Oh, yeah. There's basically, like, we could clean the house, like, and then within a day or two, the garbage pile in the kitchen would be, like, two feet high again. (laughs) Wait, the nondescript pile? It's just a pile of garbage, like, cans, takeout, all that kind of stuff. Just super big after even a day or two. All right, all right. You know what? I but do believe it. That's what living with twenty people is like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I guess I guess the opposite of that is there is there any super chill, not messy, stupid people? Has, oh, yeah. has there been anyone that's just like really neat, cleaning all the time, doing more than they need to? That would be Bobby. Bobby. Yep. Bobby Bagel. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Bobby. Big shout out to Bobby. Thanks for holding it down. So it's a good thing to do, especially with all these uh, messy people. Hey. Yep. Um. I I guess. <laughs> uh, I, don't know, I don't know if I have any other stoop questions. Stoop life seems interesting, though. Seems like uh, 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 quite the vibe with all the friends and the coming and going of people. Yep, it's definitely not for everyone. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I'd imagine you miss out on a bit of uh, privacy with with all those people. That's around. the main thing. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But um, I don't know. I, I've I've only been to the one you're at right now once, and it seems that's not real- even a stoop, dude. No, no, that's just a house with a few homies <laughs> so where where does the so i guess the line crosses from house with homies to stoop when there's the spare room and all the people like even Pretty more people much, yeah okay like, okay i'd say like at least five people it doesn't really have to be a certain number but there needs to be that traveler room okay that, that makes sense because yeah. uh, there's all that free spirit of like uh coming and going 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 on yeah. trips and stuff um uh t- speaking of speaking of skate trips what what trips have you taken to, to to skate uh lots of trips within bc like giant's head all that kind of stuff yeah but been outside of canada once down to tepe and tacos yeah and skated a bunch of californian roads down there that's that's really cool that was definitely the best trip i've gone on yeah better than the giant's head yeah just because it's california that's know? true got to to hang out with kevin you say said hi to said hi to Kevin. Eh. Maybe ah. not. But uh, Tepe seems like a, a a wild wild time. I I don't know. Um, 
if I if I know it particularly well, but from what I understand, it's a free ride event. Yeah. So it's just an open road, and you get shuttles up it basically. Pretty much, yeah. That's pretty incredible. Very fun road. It's just banks everywhere, like lots of kinks. It's just constant like turning, and yeah, it's super good. Cool. Yeah. If I, you haven't been to Tepe, you should definitely go. All right. All right. Um, I would I would definitely be curious to check it out someday. Um, uh, that's one thing actually. Finn mentioned skating between California and here is that the roads tend to be a lot more banked there. Yeah. Uh, just because it's more like open roads between cities, I guess. So, uh, you get you get less sliding, more like cornering downhill feel, yeah. right? Like the way they're built is they're often built through canyons. Yeah. Different than here. So okay. that's why they have a lot of banks. I would say. Okay. Could be wrong, but I think that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, the canyon roads must be crazy because you're going on like a cliffside, basically, yeah. right? Down the side of a cliff. That's that's pretty wild. Um, other than other than um, Tepe, how how have your Giants heads been? To, how many Giants heads have you been to? I've been to every event since 2015. Really? Yeah. Whoa. And I've been to Giants Head just to go skate it probably six or seven times now, I think. Yeah? Yeah. That's cool. So uh, I guess... Two, two questions out of all the Giants heads you've been at, which has been your favorite year? Do you have a favorite year? Probably 2019. The one with the chips? Yeah. Infamous chip here? That was so much fun. <laughs> that really does sound like a lot of fun. Um, did, <laughs> I guess I got to ask, did you, did, you, did you place any bets? Did you make any chips or give people chips for anything crazy? Do you, no, I was just watching the mayhem. Yeah? Yeah. The whole uh, wheel core and like Cole trying to get chips and... The one-legged man versus the naked guy fight too. Who won that? Uh, Aaron Thomas, the one-legged man. Wait, really? Yeah. How did he win? <laughs> how? How, did you, how do you beat someone with no clothes on when the, you only have one leg? The power of death metal. <laughs> is, is that an actual answer? No. Okay. That's just Aaron Thomas. If you know him, he likes his death metal and shit. All right, I, I don't know Aaron honestly, so I I, I wouldn't know. But death metal is pretty cool. I, I do like me some death metal. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a fair favorite Giants head. And I guess the other question I had about it is, um, but between traveling to go skate it just to skate it and going to it as an event, how does is is it different? Like, obviously the vibes are different with the people, but um, I, I'd imagine there's a different different feel skating the road with like people throwing shit at you and gravel corners and the whole mayhem versus just like with a few buddies and you're skating the road to do laps. Yeah. Like the event you go for the party. Yeah. Whereas when you go just to skate it, you're just going to skate a good road, you know? Yeah. That's, that's fair. I guess it does seem like just one big party. Yeah, it is. Whether you're on the hill or at the campsite, it's all a big party. Yeah. And do they throw a race for it? Like, is, is there a winner of giant's head? Yep. On day three, there's a little race in the afternoon. Oh, okay. It's like, free to go into it you don't need to like pay extra to race it you just say your race and then you go up and race say your race go up and race that's yeah. that's that's cool do, <laughs> do you do you race much fuck no no <laughs> i Not... hate racing really i love watching it but i hate doing it unless it... it's time trials okay that's fair I, I why is why is that i don't like getting taken out this whole falling thing that we were talking about earlier yeah. i don't fall often yep and i don't like falling Yes. And so when some kook who can't take a corner well takes me out, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> That's very fair. Having people take you out is never fun. Nope. And unfortunately in racing, it happens quite a bit, doesn't it? Yep. That's one of the reasons I don't do it. That's very fair. But, but I guess... Also, it's 
I don't know. I don't like the competition too much. Yeah. I can I get too competitive. Oh, so it's not like you're not a fan of the competition, but you got too into it. Yeah, and then I can usually get like I might start being a dick to people. Get a little heated. Yeah. But I mean that's the whole point of competitions, isn't it? You're there to win. Yeah. I mean, fair. I just don't like being a dick for no reason just because I'm a competitive fuck, you know. Alright, I'll, I'll, that's, a, that's a fair answer. At least there's self-awareness to it, right? Like, you know that you're gonna act in a way that you might not enjoy, so you, you'd rather just, like, avoid it. Pretty much. Which is fair. I mean, there's all sorts of other negatives, obviously, having other people hurt you. But I mean, um, the, the whole energy of racing, at least to me, seems really cool when you're in control with all those people and trying to, like, squeeze a line through. Yeah. It, 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 it seems cool. Like, a, a really difficult more like a technical way of skating but i don't know i do like racing my friends down the bps though just like yeah the unspoken race like no one says we're racing but we just end up racing anyways well you're all rolling down the hill yeah exactly do you do you get really close when you skate with friends yep yeah sometimes i'll bump people mid-slide bump people mid-slide wow it's happened a few times um and for those who may not know what do you what do you mean when you say bump you push someone you physically bump them (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty funny uh and it's amazing if if you get people on a line you can train it right so you get get more speed you do do you ever train runs down the uh the british properties yep yeah particular kill stream runs lots of long straights you just draft train down them whoa how how fast do you think you go on in a in a a draft train versus just like on your own is there a big difference not a huge difference maybe an extra five ten kilometers an hour yeah okay that's that's still that's still a, an amount of speed for sure um do you do you have any favorite spots to skate is there anywhere in particular that's like oh i would really want to skate there uh places i've skated would be bowen bowen all right Going down to the water that's so good and then giant's head of course yeah and I'm not supposed to say the name because it's a pretty hidden gem that not many people should know about but there's this mountain on the edge of the rockies the edge of the rockies okay yeah, somewhere between the okanagan and alberta very <laughs> tall mountain 25 kilometers of blacktop and speeds of 100 kilometers an hour wow and an elevation drop of over a kilometer that's quite the run yeah but i'm not gonna spoil the name so all right all you kooks don't get to know <laughs> <laughs> can't can't be spilling too many secrets um, are, are, are you the one that found the road on Bowen? Yes. Yeah. I'm curious. Are there any other, um, roads that you found locally that like people didn't know about until you were just like, let's get that. Mm. There might've been like one or two. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, Bowen seems like such an incredible find. Yeah, it was true. For the first like two or three years, there was nothing there. No houses. It was just a road. Yeah. And we could have parties all night long and no one would complain that's true and there was a chain gate at the top of the hill so it was a closed road for like two or three years wait really yep so you'd, you'd just like go under the chain and be like all right skate yeah down. and the nice thing was the only thing holding the chain up was a kingpin and a nut yeah so we just would undo it drive our cars down park them on the hill and then like, put the chain back up and it's the and same size of skate hardware uh no but it was super loose there was no thread locker so we oh. just unscrewed it with our hand all right, all right. Yeah. It's not like the municipality hardware that is no. Skate Tool. <laughs> Man, speaking uh, of that, I've got a couple signs. <laughs> yeah, me too, eh? From where? Um, 
I'm, I don't know if I should say this. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, same. <laughs> but, Something um, that says boarding prohibited, let's say. Let's say I have that in my basement, too. Nice. <laughs> Very classic. Yeah, anyway. Three. Three? Yep. God damn. I'm I only... one of them. I took the red circle off and the prohibited, so it just says boarding on all roads. <laughs> boarding on all roads. That's yeah. so good. Uh, I have a um, you can drink liquor at this hour sign. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'll show you. But um, anyway, that's that's besides the point. Um, I, I, one thing I am curious about, and I, I don't know if it was you that came up with this, but uh, what, what is Jake Maps? You mean J-Maps? J-Maps? So the nickname came from me knowing all the runs before I skated them. Yeah? In the time where I started skating with people, there was a lot of um, you can't skate here energy if you're not good enough. Yeah? Especially with the British properties. Okay. I mean... I knew every run there just from Google Maps and videos. And I also would find the most random hills in the middle of buttfuck nowhere just on Google Maps. So people just started calling me J-Maps because... I use G maps all the time to find spots. Okay. That's, that's cool. So you, you knew the runs before you did them. Yeah. Were you one of those people that would like piece it together from road signs and edits and then go on Google maps and be like, this is where they're going. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I guess that is one thing that you can really do. If you just spend the time, you can mm-hmm. figure out all the runs, even though they're supposed to be secret Nebraska. Exactly. <laughs> you, you can't really so figure it out. The first day I got brought up there, it was snowing at the top because the guys bringing me wanted to bring me. But they didn't want anyone else to be there because they didn't want to get shit on. Yeah. So they brought me on a snowy day. And since I knew the run, I just pushed out in front. And they were like, where the fuck's he going? He doesn't know where to go. And I just take all the right corners ahead of them for the whole thing. And they're like, what the fuck? That must have been such a strange moment. For it was really funny. Two experienced skateboarders or whatever to bring you out and just have you know the run. Mm-hmm. So you pushed out and you were just in front the whole time. Yeah. That, that must have been so funny for them. I couldn't even imagine. Um, <laughs> God damn. Um, huh. So, I'm, I, I guess the other thing uh, you you just mentioned is, is that the, the attitude towards bringing in skateboarders has changed a lot. Um, and I'm curious as to how you've seen that changed in your time in the scene. Like, um, from, I guess, 2014, from when you started skating with people onwards, how have you seen the scene change like has it become more inclusive have there been been like a big boom so what happened was the big boom died off the 2012 boom and then pretty much for about 2016 now 2017 that whole year me and nick were the only people skating regularly in vancouver wow so the scene was really small super small like there was others that stuck around like the homies crew oliver ty clayton that group yeah but me and nick were the only two skating regularly from what i know Wow. And so there was this um, desire to have more people to skate with. And so that exclusiveness just went out the window. Yeah. And then I'd say 2019, people actually started to show up again. That's when Sam got introduced to the whole scene, I would say, I think. Yeah. I mean, I he think... He already knew some of the scene, but I think 2019 is when, like... He really sh- broke out and showed. Yeah. So, like, I started bringing all those guys out, the people who are now Void Incorporated. Yeah started bringing them out to sessions more and pretty much formed a big group of people that then split off into a couple groups, but yeah, how she goes. Totally. Would would that big group originally have been, um, team domers? Yes. Okay. So the, the team domers, yeah, that all broke apart into a bunch of other things. Yeah. Um, but 
no, it's 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 amazing to see on, on the mention of Sam Sadorchuk. Shout out, shout out to that guy. I really like that guy. A uh, little 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 cue card. I think I can queue up again. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully it works. I might just be pointing to the wrong corner. But um, <laughs> was I gonna say right? Yes. Yeah, so, like I remember skating with him before 2019, and that was like pre he could stand up heel toe side and like he was still dialing in his his glove downs. But as soon as he started skating with uh you and Aiden and Finn up in the BPs, it all just it was over yeah everyone started to get really good it's incredible especially this one kid named lassie yeah shout out big shout out and also rest in peace his downhill career rest in peace one day king but um no so um actually i guess if if you were okay with talking about it kind of what what happened with lassie Hmm. uh he got i think there's a few things i think he got a little bit too good too quickly he got insane. It was fucked. He was as fast as me after a year and a half, and I was ten years in. It's it's pretty incredible. And now he he just street skates, right? Yeah. So I think what happened is, like I said, he got too good too quick, and then the stoke of like progressing and learning kind of died off. And then he's picked up street skating because he kept progressing with it. That kind of took over his stoke, I guess. Yeah. And, and then the one thing I won't mention names for, but there is two people in the skateboard scene who did something really bad towards Lassie. I'm not going to touch on it, but that was what made him fully quit. Okay. That was in November, 2020. Yeah. And that's, that is one thing. There's lots of very inclusive people, but there's also some, some sus people as well. So always got to take it, uh, uh, take, take, take it uh, as it is, I guess. But for, for Lassie, it is, it has been really cool to see his street skating. He's been getting really good. He's actually. been getting insane. I've seen him do like almost 10 stairs now. It's ridiculous. Trade He's flips. what, like 13? 14, I'd 14. say. It's ridiculous. Yeah, maybe even 15. I don't know. Um, young, young, young blood yep. absolutely killing it. It's really cool to see. Um, Speaking of young blood, we've got another shredder in downhill now named Mateo. Yeah. And um, come up. Um, Miles as well. Miles too. Yeah. Miles is incredible. Mateo is the CEO of Groms, right? <laughs> I like that. That's good. CEO. But um no, uh uh Miles, I actually know Miles from high school. He's he's my good friend Elliot's little brother. Mm. So I've known Miles for a hot minute and um he's he's always been amazing, really 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 smart. And uh I I just remember him making skateboards in our woodworking class in high school. And he makes them, some good stuff. They're incredible. He's like homemade holotech. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty sweet. It's really sweet. So shout out shout out to Miles. You're doing amazing things. Um <laughs> Oh. So, uh, we're we're actually almost to the end of the the questions I prepared. Um, I'm 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 really wondering for anyone out there that's looking to to get started. What advice would you give to someone who's who's interested in the sport or has just picked it up and is stoked on doing it? For for a beginner, what would you say you should you should be doing? What should you be focusing on? Uh, find your local Facebook groups for your you know for longboarding join them and then hit people up to go on a session. If you've got a local shop, go there and say you're new and f- see if there's any sessions they hold. Yeah. For here, we've got flat spot. Shout out to flat spot Great shop. Definitely go there. If you're new in Vancouver, flat spot support. And then other than that, yeah, just meet up with new people. Yeah. Get introduced to the scene and people are really friendly here. So they'll show you the ropes and bring you out to sessions. That is very true. We have one of the most welcoming skate scenes. It's, I, I guess for so. downhill yeah. that I've seen. It's. I mean, I haven't seen any other skate scenes, so I'm a little biased. But <laughs> people have been so nice here. Vancouver's pretty good. 
It's really incredible. I gotta say, truly impressed. Um, and I, the other thing, um, I was, I was wondering any advice for people who make, who are looking to make videos? Like, um, this is honestly more for me because I, I, I just want to start making videos. I don't, I don't, I don't know where to start. <laughs> uh, just go out and create more, dude. That's all it is. Just, just do it. Basically there's this saying, learn, make, repeat. Yeah. Learn, so make, repeat. You learn something new about filming or editing. You go and make that new thing. And then you repeat that process. You just learn and make all the time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a that's a good way of doing it. You I, can I, learn new things just from going out and shooting too. So just always go out and shoot. If you got an idea brewing in your head, just go do it. Okay. I've, I've definitely got some ideas. Uh, one thing I think that would be hilarious. Do you know Channel Five News with Andrew Maybe. Cullingham? I don't he, think I know it. He's he's the guy that goes around to the states and. Um, he, he'll go to like crazy events with people and just hold a microphone. Like he wears a suit and he'll go up to people and he'll ask them like a really silly oh, is question. Is that the guy from All Gas, No Breaks? Yeah, yeah, All Gas, yeah. No Breaks. So basically, I was thinking I could do a Vancouver ripoff of that <laughs> where I just go to like Canucks games or events or like New Year's or 420 or whatever and just show up in a suit with a microphone, have a buddy film me and just talk to people. That would be really funny. I think you should. I think that would be so funny. Um, especially just because people here are so crazy. Mm hmm. Got a, got a wild group of people here in you Vancouver. You to go to Danger Bay next time it happens, and it's not just like a oh my God. draw. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Danger Bay would be incredible. People would love that. I mean, I would love that. <laughs> Everyone um, would. <laughs> yeah, no. So, you know what? That's, that's a good idea. Keep keep your eyes posted, maybe. Maybe one day there'll be content. God only knows. Um, I guess the, 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 the last thing I was wondering about was editing more complex things. Like, um, uh, I don't know. At least to me, I've always had the impression that editing a video would be a very like time consuming process and um the the meager amount of video editing i have done for these podcasts has been not not too time consuming but i'm 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 curious how do you go about doing something more complex like uh what does your process look like do you do you structure your videos to to music or um or or i don't know i'm just i'm just curious how do you edit more complex things uh usually i start by just like cutting it to the music and then play it over once I've put all the clips in. And then from there, I just rearrange clips and like cut on different beats and stuff just to like make it look as good as it can. Yeah. That's at least for like just that section of the editing. Okay. So it, it I guess it would start with the, the, the song would be like the backbone to yeah, the video. Yeah, pretty much. And like, that structures out where the clips go. Usually what I'll do is I'll hear a song and then think I could make a good video to that. And then I'll start planning based on that song, like where to shoot, what kind of clips, which rider. Yeah. And then pretty much go from there. But a lot of the time with skate videos, since skaters are hard to work with, usually it doesn't go according to plan. So I just end up going out and filming dope stuff and then making an edit later on. Okay. Which usually doesn't have the song that I originally planned. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, sometimes you'll find something else. You'll have all this footage and be like, oh, this is such a perfect fit for Exactly. It. That happens a lot. Um, okay. I'm, I'm quite curious now. I, there's one edit in particular that you've made that I really like. Uh, the, the Who That Boy Alex Charleston oh, edit. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Right one of my favorites. Um, I, I was wondering for that one, was that one that you knew the song and you were like, it would be really sick to film Alex to this? Or were you just filming it and that, that happened? So Alex actually had the idea for that song. Yeah. Alex is someone I like filming with a lot because me and him have like really creative ideas together and we'll usually come up with stuff like that. that okay. 
we wouldn't have thought of on our own, but together we come up with these ideas. All right. So that that was a bit of a, a, a joint effort yeah. for, for the creative process. Okay. Are, are there any videos or any that you could give an example of that you've made to be based around the song? Like what, what videos have you made recently? I was like, you heard a song and you were like, I like that. And then it became a video. Uh, the three part series I did for rain called slope. Yeah. Those were really cool. So I had the songs planned out before I started editing. Okay. Cause I wanted to use like nostalgic songs from the golden era. Yeah. Like I'm God in the salt spring part. Okay. If you know the loaded Tesseract video from way back, that's the song they used. And it's like a banger from back then, you know? Okay. Same with Foster the People Foster. and Tame Impala and all that other stuff I use. So, yeah. It's... All right. I mean, I love, I love me some Tame Impala. Always. So classic. Um, yeah, I guess I, I, I'm now kind of curious. I don't have any questions written about this, but I would love to dig into music a little bit. I think music is really interesting. And, um, uh, I mean, I've seen a lot of your, your videos. They use more like indie indie rock kind of music. Do you have a, a wide array of genres you like listening to or are you more into your own like lane of music i listen to pretty much everything yeah pretty much everything yeah there's some country in there there's classic rock there's edm there's pop there's indie there's everything okay okay rap even is is there any music that you would make an edit or any uh yeah sorry any music you'd make an edit to that people wouldn't expect like is there any any music that's that's like really banging for you but like no one would expect a skateboarding video to southern rock southern rock southern rock do you have any uh favorite southern rock bands uh yep alabama alabama you know dixieland delight in that song no Dixie if L- you've seen chase hiller's chasing pavements it's in there oh i then i probably know it yeah um i, I don't usually remember songs from Another videos one, uh, creedence clearwater revival that's a great oh, band they're 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 quite well known because oh. i know them <laughs> If I know a, a, a Southern rock band, then it has to be pretty well known. Yeah, there's a few. Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner. That actually sounds familiar, though. I don't. I don't quite know what they are. Southern rock, I guess. That's that's funny. So, <laughs> is this something to keep our eyes out for? Uh, Jake Valentine's Southern rock edit. <laughs> Maybe. All right. All right. That's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> that's pretty hilarious. Actually, I would love to see that. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's 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 all the, the questions I had for you, Jake. Thank thank you for um for coming over. Well, thanks for having me, bud. No no worries. It it went less long than I was expecting. Actually, I was trying to not not have too many questions, and uh, we we got through really quickly. But anyway, I would I would I would love to say thank you to people. Thank you for coming over. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's really cool. Um, I'm 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 super excited we get to do this. Um, thank you thank you to Noah. Shout out to Noah. I, I love you, Noah. Noah is the reason I have Premiere Pro. Oh, nice. So I literally wouldn't be able to do this without Noah. So thank you. Um, thank you to my friend Reiner, who helped me set up all this stuff. So he helped me do all the lighting, set up the audio equipment. Uh, I really appreciate his help. Thank you to um, my friend Eldritch, who made the beautiful logo and, and banner I have. And thank you to my friend Sam Mitchell, who um, made, made my music. I do have music as well. So I'm very excited. And then the biggest thank you, if I could get a clap for this one, for my mother. Thank you, Mom, my only sponsor. (laughs) She is actually sponsoring me. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) Nice. We love you, Mom. All right. Thank you so much uh, for watching. And please uh, support your, your local skate shop.
Um, actually, wait. I guess we should we should probably plug our social medias. If if someone here is listening and is not from Jake, it would be great if they could find you. So how how can we find you on social media? Instagram is my main thing. It's at Jake Valentine. And you have a photography account as well, right? I don't use it anymore. No, I'm just gonna post on my main one. All right, that's fair. That's fair. And um, well, damn, there's something we could have talked about, but it's too late. We already did the outro. Um, part two? No. <laughs> well. Um, my, my social media, if you want to find me, I am Ben Spoons. I post, um, Ben, Ben's underscore spoons. I post when I post these. So if you're, if you're curious for more content, give me a follow. Incredible. Um, I, th- I think that's it. Thank you. Incredible. Gotta go turn things off. <laughs> well, it worked out pretty good. It worked out great. It wasn't awkward at all. Yeah, funny one about Tepe, actually. Yeah? Fucking, it's where I lost my drinking virginity. Really? Yeah. Was a late boomer to the game, drinking. How old were you 